This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Right now, we're going to have maybe some good news. I mean, we talk about travel. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of good news, especially this summer. The demand for travel, and uh, I mean, I guess it's miscalculation, right? By industry, governments, everybody involved in the industry to meet that demand led to complete and utter chaos when it comes to um, air travel this summer all across the country. Well, not just our country, around the world, really. But, you know, we've all seen the pictures of airports just crammed to the rafters and seemingly miles long lineups for just about everything. We've heard the horror stories, people marooned for days, luggage lost. It's been bad. It's been a tough summer. And it's also been expensive. Airfares are uh, very high. If you can get them, airlines have cut the number of flights that they're offering so that they can actually deliver the ones that they're selling. I mean, it's been all over the place. But maybe with some good news on the horizon, we could see uh, Air Force actually in a position to go down. Could it be true? Could we actually see these things going in the opposite direction? Let's find out. We're going to chat now with John Gradick, who is the coordinator of McGill University's Aviation Management Program. John, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. No problem. It's my pleasure to be here. So, yeah, the forecast we're seeing when it comes to prices, at least, is that they're coming down, right? Well, that's the plan. I think that we're seeing prices starting around mid-September, starting to take a little bit of a drop. And uh, we're looking to see how uh, much of a drop. I think we're starting to look at fares by our low-cost uh, yeah. carriers in Canada, like Flair and Links, dropping them significantly. Like they're down to about 160 bucks round trip on the Transcon. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think, and then it's down from about 800 bucks today. So it, it, it's starting to, to shake up like a pretty interesting fall, for, especially for domestic travel. Okay, so domestically especially. Um, why? What's causing it? Is it just a drop in demand? Yeah, just a drop in demand plus a lot of capacity in the marketplace. Like I think both carriers, the new carriers, the Lynxes and the, and the Flares of this world, have got some significant increases in terms of aircraft that they now have in their fleet compared to previous falls. Uh, and um, they're leading the they're leading the price charge, and they want to fill up those seats. And the regular carriers, the Swoops, the Air Canada's, and the West Jets are finally taking notice of these low prices and are starting to uh, introduce some sales of their own that will come pretty close. May not be exactly what these guys are charging, but they'll be slightly higher because they have a bit more services that they're offering. But uh, it'll be within the you know thirty or forty dollar range of what Lynx and Flair are charging. Wow. Okay. Um, when we when we see the, it, it's it's pretty typical, right? I mean, typically we see demand drop off in September, so that's not necessarily a function of anything to do with pandemic or anything like that. That's just the typical cycle of travel, right? That's correct. Yes, and, it's, and usually when, when travel basically starts to this to wane in the in the beginning of September, schools back, vacations are over. You know, you you've got your fill of revenge yeah. travel. Uh, so now, okay, and inflation is starting to hit, and your disposable dollars are starting to kind of get short, um, that's when travel starts to kind of dry up. The question, John, are airlines, airports, the industry, are they in a position to to handle it? I mean, I know a lot of people will be looking at the prices and saying, okay, well, that makes it a little more interesting. But a lot of people are a little hesitant. I've talked to so many people that are saying, I, I'm, I'm just not flying right now based on what I've seen. Are, have things gotten any better? 
Um, well, let's just say it could not get any worse. <laughs> uh, but is it getting better? I think that, you know, right now we still got one major travel uh, blip to go through, and that's Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, and Labor Day is typically one of those busier air travel days. So I'm not seeing any joy on the horizon until post-Labor Day. I think if you're going to travel on Labor Day weekend, good luck. Uh, have fun, especially if you're traveling through Toronto or, or, or Trudeau Airport in Montreal. Uh, but come, you know, the 10th or 10th, the 10th or 12th of September and they're, and they're on, uh, it should be a lot better. And I think that, you know, but the airlines are still, and the airports are having a hard time hiring, and they're short staff. Is, is that what it is? Is it still a matter of just getting the staff needed to, to handle the demand? Yeah, that's it. It's primarily, I think we've gone beyond, beyond where the, the Minister of Transport was saying back in the spring that, you know, passengers aren't used to traveling and they're carrying all kinds of stuff into security. Uh, I think we've gone beyond that now. We now know that the airlines put too much capacity out there, that the you know that the industry just wasn't ready to handle that volume of flights and passengers, and they're short. So you know, there's over a million people. There's only over a million jobs in the service industry that still need to be filled in Canada, and the airlines and the airports are no are not immune from that shortage. Um, the airlines are hiring. The airports are hiring. Uh, however, there are not many takers for those jobs that are, you know, low wages, lower wages, or 18 bucks, 19 bucks an hour. But you're working, you know, split shifts, you're working weekends, you're working midnights, and you're slinging, you know, bags of 50 or 60 pounds apiece. So it's it's not a, it's a back-breaking job, uh, and the working conditions aren't great. Right. So the, they're having a hard time hiring, as is everybody in the hospitality industry. So it's going to take a while for that to kind of settle down. So some good news, but still be cautious, because it, it could be an adventure. Right. Don't don't check too many bags. <laughs> Carry on only. Carry on only, and if you can avoid Pearson, please do so. Excellent. Makes perfect sense. John, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Have a great day. Take care. You too. That is John Gradick. John is the coordinator of McGill University's Aviation Management Program. And I think that's some pretty good advice, right? If you can travel with a carry-on, you limit. it just makes traveling so much easier to begin with, and then you don't have to worry about losing your bags and all the rest. So... I don't know. I mean, hey, cheaper fares is that that's the one thing that will change the minds of a whole lot of people. I have spoken to so many people this summer, though, including, you know, here in the station and just said, yeah, I was going to do this. I was going to do that. But I just don't want to fly. I don't want to risk it. I've heard I've heard too many uh, horror stories. I just don't want to do it.